0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: People may not always see eye-to-eye with him, but they will always listen to his opinion. This is The Roy Green Show.
0: I hope that we're going to be able to get along with Russia. I think that we probably will be able to. Uh, the people in the room think so. He's a competitor. You know, somebody was saying, is he an enemy? He's not my enemy. Is he a friend? No, I don't know him well enough. So, uh, why do I open the back door to the yard? My uh, my little Yorkie runs out into the yard, and he runs right up to the fence, the neighbor's fence, and, and their dog is usually loitering around the fence waiting for my little guy. And then they go nose to nose, and they're screaming at one another until I usually get out there and pick up the little guy and sort of remind him that it's not what you do. So I just wonder whether tomorrow we're going to get the human version of that between Donald Trump and uh, Vlad Putin. Certainly, you will have two male alphas. And of course, uh, the Democrats in uh, in, in Washington are seeing all sorts of uh, potential evil here that uh, Trump is actually going to be meeting with the man with whom he colluded to win the uh, 2016 election. No, look, Hillary Clinton lost it. She lost it, and then she lost it. She lost it when she called Americans, in large numbers, deplorables. A basket of deplorables. And then she lost it on the night of November the 8th. And that's it. Learn to live with it. You've lost. You get another chance. That's how the system works. In the meantime, call off your crybabies and just live with it. Now, Mr. Putin is a horse of a different... uh, I don't know how to finish that sentence, so I'll just leave it. Um... And Yuri Felstinsky has spoken with us uh, on a number of occasions about Mr. Putin specifically. And uh, you do know that uh, Yuri's co-author of Blowing Up Russia, the book that is banned in Russia, and interestingly and oddly enough, a number of people who came into contact with the, the book and potentially it being published in Russia were found dead, as was... Alexander Litvinenko, who was Yuri Felstinski's co-author of blowing up Russia, and Mr. Litvinenko was the first person to be killed in the UK by use of radioactive material, and uh, then a British in- inquiry traced that all the way back to to Russia and to uh, one Vladimir Putin. So well, maybe not all the way to Putin, but certainly back to uh, to Russia. So um, yeah. Yuri Yuri Falstinski, a Russian-American historian, co-author of Blowing Up Russia, which is banned in Russia, and uh, also the author of Putin's biography, The Corporation, Russia and the KGB in the Age of President Putin. Yuri, it's been a while since we've spoken. Thank you for coming back on the program. How are you? Of course. I'm fine. Thank you. What do you expect to happen tomorrow in Helsinki between Mr. Putin and Mr. Trump?
1: Uh, not too much. I think uh, Vladimir Putin will ask Trump to deliver on his promises made during his presidential campaign. Those promises, basically, in relation to Russia, were the following. Uh, dissolution or at least a kind of mitigation or weakening of NATO. Uh, acceptance of Russians' annexations of Crimea, uh, probably uh, allowing Russia free hands in Ukraine in general, and then, of course, abolition of sanctions. Nothing was done, and I think that's what Putin will demand from Trump. I think Trump, in return, will explain to him that he is under such pressure coming from American media, American public opinion, like 50% of electorate and Mueller investigation, that he is not able to deliver on promises, but he will keep
0: trying. That's what I think is going to happen. Nothing more probably. Because there's no way that Donald Trump could tomorrow, after meeting with Vladimir Putin, stand up, face the American media, face the American Congress, face the American people, and say, this is what he asked for, and I gave it to him. Couldn't do that. No, I
1: think this is not going to happen. We know that Trump has very good uh, personal and financial relations with uh, Russia, at least uh, from 2007, probably even earlier, We know that since 2013, Trump was asking for Putin to meet him and was actually saying many times that he would like to be a friend of Putin. That's what he wants to do. We know that during all these years, specifically starting his presidential campaign, we did not hear a single bad word about Putin or about Russian policy in relation to other countries. At the same time, we know that, you know, Trump actually, you know, delivered a lot of critical statements related to many other world leaders. So Putin is a rare exception. And I, I think there is a reason for this. And the fact that we cannot prove that, you know, there are, Special relations, let's call it this way, between uh, Trump and Putin or Trump and the, the Russian Secret Service or Russian government. So the fact that we are not able to prove it doesn't really mean that it doesn't exist because, once again, not a single time uh, Trump allowed himself to criticize Putin. And there is a reason for this. Once
0: What do you understand? vladimir putin you wrote the biography on the man you understand how it works in the in the uh, in in russia i was almost going to say the soviet union which is what putin would like to recreate of course but uh, do you believe do you personally believe that there was some kind of relationship that existed between mr putin's government some level of the government with or without putin's knowledge let's say with putin's knowledge was there some relationship between an arm of the Putin government and the Trump election campaign? What is your, What does your gut tell you? What does your experience tell you? The tool which
1: was used very effectively and very efficiently uh, in today's world uh, is money. A lot of money. And this is a very powerful instrument. And for this... You do not have actually officially to recruit a person in order to uh, make an agent out of him. I will give you another example of a person about we, we know, this is a former counselor of Germany, Schroeder, who is openly and officially is getting millions of dollars from the Russian government, from Gazprom, being an official of Gazprom, which is a Russian state gas company. And for this, he's helping Russia in a major strategic you know, effort uh, to to develop uh, gas from further to build additional gas lines, etc., cetera, etc.
0: Cetera. So, what do, you, what do you make? What do you what do you make though, Yuri? What do you make of the fact that Mr. Trump, at the NATO meeting, meetings, or just before the NATO meetings, took on Germany and Angela Merkel, and specifically about the gas pipeline that's being built between Russia and Germany? Well, was that unfortunately, coverage? in case of Trump,
1: well, this, this caused destruction. You see, Trump, Trump knows quite well, first of all, that uh, gas coming from Russia is not the ma- main source and a major source of, uh, for Germany. This is not so. This is just not true. Uh, it's true that Germany buys gas from Russia, but this was continuing for, for many, many years. Uh, number two, uh, Trump knows quite well that there is no financial issue with uh, Neta. This is not, uh, he's trying to sell it to American public because the public is not educated enough. And of course, the public does not know that basically everybody is fulfilling formally obligations. A financial obligations. This is not about money. This never was about money. The NATO alliance was never about money. This is not business. Uh, it's not that everybody is paying 2% of general national uh, product to, to, to the United States. That's not how this works. Uh, in, in return, the United States is getting a lot from NATO as well. By the way, the only time NATO actually was used as a military alliance was after 11th of September, and I believe more than uh, 1,000, you know, f- f- foreigners, uh, other foreign members of NATO, were killed in places like you Iraq and Afghanistan. We never hear about this from Trump because this doesn't serve. His purposes. All we hear that people are not paying enough money to the United States. What is not the case? Because again, some countries do. Some countries did not reach two percent level, but it, there was no a formal agreement. It's not that they have to do it. It's not about money.
0: Okay, so, Yuri. Let so, me get, let me get you. Uh, let me get you to hold on, please. I have to take a break. We'll come back with Yuri Felstinsky. He is a. Uh, Uh, A Russian-American historian, co-author of Blowing Up Russia, uh, with Alexander Litvinenko, and also the author of Putin's biography, The Corporation, Russia and the KGB in the Age of President Putin. Some of the things will be on the table, I'm sure that will be discussed tomorrow, between Mr. Trump and Mr. Putin. Donald Trump will want Iran's military forces off the Israeli border as the Syrian conflict winds down. So he'll ask Putin for that. And uh, Putin will ask about NATO forces on the Russian border after Russia marched into and took over Crimea and is now engaged in a standoff with Ukraine. And then there's the arms race. Is that on the table as well? And the sanctions. And then there was the matter of the naming of 12 Russians as having interfered in the 2016 US election. Now, they're in Russia. Uh, announced uh, just day before yesterday. Uh, how will that affect the talks between Trump and Putin? Back with Yuri Felstinsky right after this. You're only as good as your word, and he stands by his. This is the Roy Green Show. We've uh, had a really great lineup of uh, people to talk to about the European issue, about the uh, global migration issue, and about the Trump and um, Putin meeting Was we we're speaking with Yuri Uh Dimitrios Papadimitriou, co-founder and former president of the Global Migration Policy Institute. We talked to Gerard Batten, the leader of UKIP, and a member of the European Parliament for London. And... Uh, Now, Mr. Felstinsky, before the end of the hour, I'm going to take some phone calls from you at 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. And my question is, after hearing Demetrios puppet, uh, Demetrio, Gerard Batten and Yuri Felstinsky, who makes more sense to you? Justin Trudeau, and there is no core identity, no mainstream Canada. That's his assertion and his statement. So there's no core identity, no mainstream Canada. And he added to that Canada is the world's first post-national state. Who makes more sense to you, Justin Trudeau or Donald Trump, who insists it's time to make America great again and challenges heavy immigration and migration in the United States and elsewhere? Who makes more sense to you? You can get on the line now and get ready to get at that. We won't put you on the air right away, but you'll certainly have a line if you want to. Get your thoughts out on it. 1-800-263-2428 is the number. 1-800-263-2428. Back to Yuri. Yuri, so we have about three minutes here. Um, So I I imagine Mr. Trump is going to look at the situation in Syria, the conflict winding down. He won't want Iranians forces on the Israeli border, so he probably will bring that up. Uh, As you pointed out, Putin will be... Uh, s- certainly bringing up the issue of Russian forces and uh, and Ukraine, and then there's the issue of the arms race. Could that be on the table? What do you make of those three particular situations?
1: Well, the arms race is a, an easy target for everybody because it's always nice to hear that we are going to spend less money on weapons and not more money on weapons, and for this we need agreement with Russia. There is nothing wrong with this. This probably is going to be done one way or another. The Syrian issue, of course, is very complicated, mainly because, number one, uh, Trump already stated that he wants America out of Syria, and that's probably what he would uh, gladly do. Uh, At the same time, Putin, of course, would like America out of Syria because then Syria will be under his control. But saying this, I have to mention, of course, and you already did, Iran. The main issue is that, unfortunately, since Americans decided not to be involved seriously into Syrian civil war, and this started with Obama administration, not with Trump, of course, Uh, Iran became a major military power in Syria. Now, Iran needs this platform because this is the most comfortable position for Iran to conduct military operations and to wage a war against Israel from Syria. In other words, Uh, Iran basically is doing the same what Russia was doing in eastern uh, Ukraine. They are going to say, well, something is happening. Somebody is attacking Israel from Syria, but this has nothing to do with us. We're an independent state, and we are not involved in in a Syrian civil war. And this, of course, complicates for uh, Israelis the response issue, because if Iran attacks Israel directly, then it's very easy to respond. But when it's continuing from Syria, then I- Israelis actually have to, you know, to react against Syria, not mm-hmm. against I- Iran. Okay. And uh, so, so that's that's a major issue. It's a major issue for both. Uh, by the way, okay, Israel the, can you, and can, can, Saudi Arabia.
0: Can you tell me very quickly? Do you expect either of the two, Putin or Trump? To come out tomorrow and be able to say I did better than him
1: on no no I think this is again this is not going to happen I think uh, uh, again I I think we are not going to hear any criticism directed against Trump from Putin coming from Putin or against Putin coming from uh, Trump I, I think, of course, Trump uh, is not going to demand uh, extradition or whatever. Right. Uh, Twelve people accused of being involved in, uh, you know, intervention okay.
0: into in, in U.S. elections. This is also Okay, not going Yuri, to I have to. I, I have to stop here. I thank you so much for your time. As always, it'll be fascinating of to course. see what happens You're in Helsinki well. tomorrow. Take care, Yuri Felstinski. He's the author of the, um, of the biography of uh, Putin, the corporation Russia and the KGB in the age of President Putin. 800-263-2428 is the number. 1-800-263-2428. Who makes the better decisions? Who is the better leader? Is it Donald Trump or Justin Trudeau? 1-800-263-2428. Who's the better leader, Trump or Trudeau? 800-263-2428.